there, this is Adrian Lopez, the Integrative Awareness Coach, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 57 of the Lifting the Veil podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy that you're here. This week, this week's uh, episode is entitled Graven Images Part 2. Last week in part one, I spoke to you about the connection between creativity and how it is related to the foundational aspect of our nature, that it is a tool in which we have and live our lives. I also spoke to you about how my love of humanities, art, literature, and philosophy has served as a door into my study of consciousness and self-awareness, and just how an artistic or an artist's perspective can be used as a tool needed to begin relating to our own awareness in a more realistic or authentic manner. I share the metaphor of a fictional character named Lily Briscoe in one of my favorite novels by Virginia Woolf, To the Lighthouse. I shared with you about how her experience revealed the many flaws of relating to one another through personality. In literature or film, we might call this character. In psychology, we might call this the ego. But in the novel, we find that Lily begins to see the price paid by one of the central characters, Mrs. Ramsey, who is portrayed as a domestic goddess and mother in Victorian England between World War I and World War II. The reason why I shared all of this with you was to hopefully illustrate what happens when we take our creations, our thoughts, our concepts, our ideas, or images as reality, instead of the objects of the mind that we've created as creative beings. And that while we are all designed to create, many of us have ended up getting attached to what I'm calling these graven images that we've made, focusing all of our attention on the product, not the process. I like to think about this in two main ways. The first one is the infinity symbol, which is the figure eight on the side, which represents the reciprocity of life, the constant giving and receiving, the ebb and the flow, which leads me to the second representation which is the creation, or I should say the equation between creation and destruction. This is the place that many of us get stuck. I know I'm speaking from experience here. We focus on what we create and then we end up becoming hardened in it. This isn't exactly done on purpose or consciously for most because there happens to be a little awareness around it. It's like trying to make a cake with only half of the recipe, but we don't even know that we're missing half of the recipe. So we make the cake, thinking that is what cake is supposed to taste like, all the time wondering, with a sneaking suspicion in our hearts, there has to be more. Well, my friends, I'm here to tell you today that there is. We can begin to retrain ourselves to shift our perception 
so we no longer fix it, fix our perspective so solely on a product and began to follow our perception back and back to ourselves. The presence itself that is creating, but not even realizing it. The presence, that part of you that is missing from your picture of reality that you don't even know is missing because nobody ever told you. Well, it's there. It is what makes the product or the outcome or the relationship or the job or the opportunity possible. The images we've inherited about creation, what the process creation means and requires, and just how it relates to every aspect of our life experience is a result of getting caught up with the material aspect of creation, which largely excludes the invisible or internal aspect of spirit, soul, source, or whatever you want to call it, that's moving through you and your unique soul signature. Now, this gets a little bit more tricky, and I know it's difficult to believe that it gets trickier, but it does. When we observe people or even ourselves, and we notice that we have particular ways of being, like you may have said to yourself that you know exactly how your husband or your wife or your mother or your friend is going to react to a situation before it actually happens. What you're discussing is their programs or their graven images of self their default program called the ego or personality. And the real point that I'm trying to share with you today is that we weren't supposed to live like this because there's no real freedom in it. When we are simply adhering to a script, a record of who we thought or who we think we are, here's that magic word again, thought as an image or a record from the past. Let me explain a little bit more. The ego is a series of learned ways of being that the brain created in order to protect itself from most often emotional pain or perceived emotional pain or the illusion of separation. It is a protection or an armor that is not fluid and does not allow for choice. In other words, our ego is a type of internal script that the ego identifies as self in which it has to invest in and adhere to no matter what because its very survival depends on it. But it's not even you. So ego is always acting in a situation through a script or a graven image of self, but never directly or freely in the moment. I mean, we have our moments when we break through the trance of the ego, when we're deeply in love, when we are in a transcendental moment of joy or peace, and we see that there's something larger outside of ourselves. And it's those fleeting moments that we hold on to after the fact, thinking that they just happened by chance. 
with never realizing that we can actually live like that in each moment of our lives if we learn to retrain our brain. And real living for ourselves and for others is not a well-worn reaction of a program computer, but a spontaneous expression of life, a response to this now moment. So in one way, maybe it's not so surprising that our collective consciousness has created this world event manifesting as a virus. I like to think of it as a virus of the ego, created in order to to detach us from this very limited way of seeing and experiencing reality and our individuality and our shared humanity with others. This virus that they are calling COVID, in addition to creating havoc on many people's health, including a loss of life, has created a lot of fear and uncertainty and this has also placed an extreme toll on our mental health and our immunity and many other extenuating factors in our environment have also impacted our bodies such as the many pollutants and toxins in our water, our food, and our air supply. And we know that many people are leaving the planet through this COVID timeline. Many people are choosing on one level or the next, depending on how you perceive reality, to reveal that what seems to be a symptom is actually uh, a sign of something much deeper, a dis-ease at the core of our modern life that has disconnected us to a limited, narrow spectrum of life or consciousness. And while this might sound like a grandiose claim to make to some of you, when you really began to understand that none of us are separate, what we've only been trained to see ourselves and the world this way, which has resulted in the ego construct, was and is a product of a certain worldview based on a whole set of values of largely material aspects of our humanity that were not, or I should say that did not include the invisible reality of life force itself. And among the many ideas I've shared here in several of my podcasts throughout the months, the central theme is integration or wholeness, which is the root of the word health and well-being also referring to holy or sacred. Our mind, our body, and our soul cannot be cut up in separate categories, for they are all one. And when we begin to expand our perspective, to begin to value equally 
all aspects of our humanity. When this dynamic and layered nature of our being falls into our awareness more fully, it will begin to inform the value system and the new structures here on earth that are needed in order to house a new expression of our humanity, a more expansive version of reality, making what was believed by the mind or ego as impossible, possible. Once we do this, we will see the nature of disease change altogether because we will no longer be susceptible to its program. We will realize that we have and always have had sovereignty over our own territory, of our own consciousness, albeit shared, that we are not separate. Our consciousness includes the frequency and vibration of wellness that's already inside of us if we know where to look. The current number of prescription medications totaling here in the US, 4 billion per year. You have to really wonder, are people really getting that much sicker? Or is it a symptom of a more deeply rooted issue as I mentioned? That only becomes manifest through the physical when the truth is not being heard not being seen and not being recognized. The body, which is nature itself, made of the same compounds of the earth, will not be silenced. Its intelligence cannot be overridden or overwritten, no matter how many vaccines you take. And my friends, we're all being given a huge wake-up call to the power of life. And this has been my work as an integrative awareness coach to share information and tools that I've gathered along my own self-healing journey, the knowledge that comes through me, promoting and inviting health and wholeness and integration on all levels. And this, my friends, is what I believe we are all truly longing for in our hearts, the permission to return home to the truth of who we are the most fundamental level of our humanity. I think I'll leave it there for now. Thanks again so much for joining me. I'm so happy that you were here. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me. My contact information can be found on my website, www.mindheart-space.com. You can also schedule there on my homepage a 15-minute free consultation. So I might be able to discuss with you how I can facilitate and support you in coming more in alignment with your own values and the life that you say that you want to live. Until next time, my friends, please remember what a valuable treasure you are. And bye for now. Thank you.